and <laughs> Halloween episode is upon us. Okay, spooky episode. Didn't do a uh, didn't do UFC episode last week, <laughs> but technically I did release one, and that was like uh, I did the post fight for the other fight night that went down. I didn't do one for the Islam Makachev versus Charles Oliveira card UFC 280. Um, we're gonna open this podcast off with apologies. <laughs> because uh, I thought it was going to be the craziest fight card ever. Who else is like a little underwhelmed? Weird, no, not underwhelmed per se, but just like whole vibe of it was just strange. It was like good, and, like Manafior obviously smashed it, and then uh, the Gamrot versus the Darush fight didn't go how I expected. Ate my words. I mean, there's a lot of people. I made it. I just thought Mitchell Gamrot was going to be a tough fight. Yeah. I was absolutely wrong. Benil Dariush is the guy. <laughs> I mean, like, the fact... No the, question. The fact that Mitchell Gamrot did get him on the ground a couple times, fantastic, okay? But Benil Dariush, hips of steel, and we're probably going to see Islam fight. And Islam, um, we'll get into more of this later, okay? Um, I guess we'll just talk about this right now, just to kick this off really quick, just okay. to get UFC 280 out of the way. Number one, Benil Dariush is big time man okay number two uh number two what are we doing with judging because i don't care what anybody says Piotr Jan definitely squeaked out that dub over sean o'malley sean o'malley like we've said in the past easy days of beating him are way in the past dude is absolutely legit but Piotr Jan did get that fight why do i feel like that's happened before where like sean o'malley has won one that like he might have not should have won no Usually, well, the only controversy like was one more. well, he got his leg kicked and then it was like a nerve thing and then he got knocked out by Cheeto Vera. Oh. But like he just he always has like O by his name and now he he has a dub, bro. Like he that he beat Piotr Jan. I mean, if Piotr didn't get, I think the biggest thing is getting that knee to the face, dude. That's it. And yeah. then this is a few of the topics and we'll get into a couple other things later. But just really fast, just to kick this sucker off, we need to stop. We need to stop right now, okay? Because Charles Oliveira, in my opinion, one of the most exciting, best lightweights of all time. Nobody is going to beat that guy, okay? So we need to stop kidding with ourselves that, oh, we're going to have Volk fight for the belt? Yeah. Fight at 155? Okay. Volk's going to get absolutely smashed. I don't care what anybody says. Alexander Volkanovsky, pound for pound, one of the best fighters on planet Earth. But there is nobody that has the amount of strength that Islam Makachev has in the lightweight division besides Armand Tarukian. But Armand's still not as strong as Islam, okay? And we just need to stop with this narrative that anybody can beat him. Because I know that people are saying, like, listening in, weighing in, weighing in podcast. I agree 100% with, like, Josh Thompson and stuff that they're not the same fighters. Islam's better on the feet. He sat down one of the best strikers in the division in uh, Charles Oliveira. And then he goes down and submits him because he's not scared of his grappling. The only person that can do what they did to Charles Oliveira is Islam Makachev. And I guarantee you, Charles Oliveira would give, um, Charles Oliveira would give Max Holloway the toughest fight of his entire life. And Islam just buzzsaw through him. Like there's, okay, you it's just the height comparison. There's no way that Charles Oliveira doesn't beat, um, <laughs> alexander volkanovsky yeah there's no, no way no and then islam buzz throughs him buzz throughs him just destroys him okay yeah buzzsaw and so that's what i'm saying we just need to stop with this nobody's gonna be islam akachev 
until some of those young guns like Demirj Magulov mm-hmm. and uh, Armand Sarukian come up to the top. That's just all I have to say. The whole fact, like all this is fun and idea, like it's great. Fun and games until. And it's all fun and games until you have to go fight him, bro. <laughs> he's the, the man. He's the guy and he's going to hold that belt for a significant period of time. Yeah. So that's, uh, we just need to stop with all these fun fights. Alexander, it's great. He's wiped out the division. That's awesome. But that's all I have to say for now. All right, now. We're doing something fun today because it's a Halloween episode. So Even though there's nothing really. We don't have it decorated or no, anything, we don't have but we were going to wear a costume, but it was too last minute. So today- I we're, got my Nacho Libre stash yeah, for you he guys. Yeah, he has a stash going. Nacho! Oh. Today, I'm trying to, I'm going to try to show the camera without this falling. So I got a six charcuterie palette board that my mom got me and we stuck some of the more classic- we're gonna do a tier list, but the like, tier list is gonna take that. too long. And yeah. so this is what's remaining of the candy bag that my mom bought. We have to restock, but so we've got a Snickers, we've got a Twix, we've got a Tootsie Roll, we had the one last, last single Milky remaining Way. Milky Way. God, thank you for that one. And then uh, obviously <laughs> Kit Kat and uh, butter Butterfinger finger. Um, so there's a couple ones that we're missing that are also classics, like r- the Reese's Cup. When you think of Halloween, it's Reese's. Reese's 100%. or also like an Almond Joy. I was never an Almond Joy kid anyways, or maybe a bag of M&Ms, you know, those are classics. But today we're going to be taste testing these and ranking them from best to worst. To be fair, Reese's is already S tier. Like, yeah, we would already, that's already like, that's I think already, we already yeah, we already know that these Reese's are would be number close one in a little bit, but yeah, so we don't even need to taste test Reese's. So that's why it's not on here actually. Yeah. So I M&Ms have good, a just um, chocolate. I have a weapon here, and I'm going to be... Oh, I can pretend like I'm the person from Scream. Or Mike Myers. <laughs> That's my costume. Um, so we're going to split them in so half? So we're cutting them in half, and we're going to taste test them, and then yeah. rank them. Number one will be... So it sucks because you guys can't see this. Also, we feel like we're on hot ones right now. Eat, haven't eaten a damn thing. So yeah. like we're like this is all we've had to. So did. like the Snickers bar is gonna get, come in handy. It's probably right gonna about. be an S tier right now, but tomorrow <laughs> it's not gonna be. Okay, yeah, this is completely biased <laughs> because all of these are gonna be like, wow, this is amazing. So I let's start at the Snickers end. You want to? Sure, yeah. Okay, and so, we're gonna rank these suckers as a kid. One through six. My favorite was what was your favorite growing up? Like your number one. Oh, we're missing Three Musketeers is goaded, yeah, bro. That one I liked also. Okay. All right, ready? So we're trying this the- This is a classic baseball so it snack. Has low on blood sugar. Nougat, right? Yeah. N- Peanuts and- People don't need a description of what And caramel. Mmm. Classic flavor, bro. I haven't had one of those in so long. Really? You have candy bars in your basement. Well, and at my work. Mmm. Should we write them? Or is that just also, is this baseline? That sounds really creepy. I have candy bars in my basement, but um <laughs> my parents bought candy bars. Dude, that's freaking money, bro. Alright, let's get one one out of ten though. That's a solid like seven, bro. Yeah, I would say seven. That's a that's good money. ranking. Because Snickers is one of those things like it's low key a meal. Like if you're like really hungry, it's not and you a eat it, meal. It's like a, it's like a but it's I like, like that it has bar. peanuts in it, like and there's bar. more. I like that there's multiple layers to it. Yeah. Okay. Next, we've got. This is probably, as an adult, my favorite now. One of them, as a kid, Twix wasn't my favorite, but I think this is probably one of my favorites now. Yeah. Um. 
I think Kellen might have to get a dentist appointment because... Uh, is it hurting a little? I don't know what it is, but I might have a little bit of an upper right hand molar complication from my wisdom teeth out. Because I take really good care of my teeth, but uh, wisdom teeth are a different ball game, baby. Cheers. Extremely close to a Snickers, just no cookie. What do you mean no cookie? I no mean, nougat? no cookie in the shirt. I mean a Snickers. Same concept. Yeah, but there's no nougat or peanut. So actually very Not different. Not the same concept. Mm. Chocolate is significantly better in here. Mm-hmm. Something about the cookie, bro, just pushes I through everything. I know. I like that crunch aspect. Mm-hmm. And the caramel's not as thick as the Snickers. I'm giving that like an eight, an eight seven. Okay, I'll go eight. <laughs> We're just gonna flatties today, flat numbers. I'm giving um, decimals. Okay, let's go. Okay, this is gonna be my least favorite. I already know. The Tootsie Roll. Never. And ever this is like this these. isn't the soft one. This is like the brick version. This what? is like the hardy one. You know, like the little small one. This is the one that's in a legit wrapper that looks like. Um, I've never a seen a way. big one like this. I've only ever seen These like the, the the like the cylinder ones. Yeah, it's got its own little cardboard packaging. Wow, little turd nugget. Oh my god, these literally literally look like looks turds. like what I pick up every day from Chai. Okay, this is what it looks like. They're just gonna tear it. Yeah, we're just gonna... man. That sucker is. Here, oh man, this. yeah, this is gonna pull. This a crown sounds off. like it would literally break a tooth. Mm. 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 It's like good if you want to like. It doesn't taste like horrible, mm. but it's not good. You just skip to the middle of a Tootsie Pop. That's all it is. It's I like, forget that that's that. Mm-hmm. Tootsie Pops, yeah. I don't, did you eat the whole thing? No, yeah, but I only have a small piece. Mm. I think I'm going to take it out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's like gum that goes away after just a few seconds. Okay, no one look. No one look and you don't even hide. Okay. Mm. Over that. Five? Four. I'd give it like a four. It four, has eight. some of a fruity flavor in. No. It's weird. Actually, it's like a chocolate zero fruit. fruit to that. <laughs> zero fruit flavors. So that. I love candy. Is going very low. That's like zero. Okay. Well, no, it's not zero, but it's not like I've had like there's more candies I'd rather not eat. Like I don't like gummies. I won't eat anything gummy. I don't like. You like, have that over like some uh, like a sour ropes or whatever, like sweet tart ropes. I don't know actually. Okay, if Bianca would rather have a Tootsie Roll over like those, what are the sweet tart ropes? Tootsie Rolls are kind of up. They're like. No, I just don't like gummy things, but actually I feel like sour gummy things are better than just regular gummy things. So there's just so many factors. I never liked sweet tarts as a kid, you know, like those like hard chalky ones. Like not a fan. Okay, the next one up is Milky Way. This was probably as a kid my Oh, I like Smarties though, guy. Never liked Smarties. Smarties are good. I never liked those. Like you just pop them open, crush them up. I haven't had a Milky Way in so long, too. And isn't this like the same I haven't same had thing? a Milky Way in forever, bro. So Milky so is Way is like basically a Three Musketeers with caramel. Or a Snickers without peanuts. They're all just different versions of each <laughs> <Yeah>. other. 
Oh. Oh my this god. This is the closest is... thing to gourmet that we've had. Like, this, this is the closest thing to seas, I think. This is like nostalgic as hell because these were my fi- like if i went to mm, to 7-eleven and i would pick out a candy as a kid it would be a milky way or three, three musketeers yeah but three musketeers Those were almost money, too rich yeah the caramel breaks it up i like the caramel in it not caramel I feel like i'm on great british bake-off or like a chocolatier show i'm breaking mm-hmm. it down yeah, solid. I give Why it like a. Why do I want to rate that higher than the Twix? What do you go eight point eight? Are you gonna go nine on a Milky Way? Mm-hmm. Wow! Holy moly! Okay. I'm going nine on a Milky Way. Yeah. What about you? I'd say it's tied with the Twix. Would I give it an eight? Yeah. I'm just not like. I know you're number one. You're not what? K stands for Kit Kat and K stands for Kellen and Kellen loves Kit Kats. <laughs> I those are the main juice. Like this is the best candy that you could possibly have on planet Earth. The wafer, the crisp of the wafer with just the chocolate dude, you these can were down probably these suckers. One of my least favorites as a kid. And even now. I don't understand. I'm not a wafers person. Can you open them up? Stop flailing them around, <laughs> teasing me. At least we get to split them in half like perfectly. Yeah, you don't even need a knife for a taste test. Oh my god. Dude. I could set the world freaking record for these suckers. I'm telling you. Yeah, these are boring. And the wafer itself doesn't taste good. And don't disrespect and give it to me. Dude, these are the best and you can't tell me different, dog. That's really low for me. Okay, hit me with the butterfinger. Like I like after having a Snickers, Twix, and Milky Way, it makes me realize how much I don't like Kit Kats. Kit Kats are the best of all time. So, what are you rating it? 10. 10? It's pushing 11. So, I and it's on a scale of 10. So, our last candy up for debate is the Butterfinger, which I recently. Finger on my. I recently ate one. Whoa. Um, with Kellen like because water? his family. Sure, because yeah, his family. not a sponsor? His uh, family bought um, Halloween candy, and I had one, and I like didn't realize how much I actually really like them. Mm-hmm. Dude, I freaking I'm a peanut love butter Kit person, but actually, like Butterfingers, like probably my top three. Yeah. Okay, except this is like impossible. These are like Im- it's impossible to cut. Just take a bite. Can't believe you attempted to. <laughs> Bro. Mm. I love the flaky layers. Mm-hmm. Just like a wafer. No. Yes. That has substance. Wafers don't. Okay. Disregard your rankings. Forget about them. Go one through six right now. Milky Way, Butterfinger, Twix, Snickers, uh, Kit Kat, Tootsie Why did you do that the fastest ever? Can you just like do it slow one time? <laughs> like she's like slow. To... <laughs> okay, come on. Hit me with it one more time. I didn't even catch it. Milky Way, Butterfinger, Twix, Snickers, Kit Kat, Tootsie Rolls. What the? F- you literally shit on Kit Kat and then put Milky Way at the bottom and Kit Kat number two? 
No, other way. Oh. What the frick? Most so that people would make build me, up. That would make me putting Tootsie Rolls number one. Oh, I didn't even, I wasn't even paying attention. Honestly. So you're going Tootsie Roll, Kit Kat, Snickers, Milky Way. No, Twix. Twix. Milky Way, then, no, Twix, <laughs> Butterfinger, then Milky Way. Okay. Mine, it's really simple for me. Tootsie Roll is number six. Number five is a Butterfinger. Butterfingers towards the bottom for you? That's yeah. towards the top for me. Number four would have to be a Milky Way. Number three is... You said a- that was the closest thing we had to seize candy, and you're going to rank it that low? Bro, can you just let me finish? <laughs> Like oh my god! Oh my god! I'm just thinking things that like if I if I gotta okay. eat it, I'm okay. not gonna eat Go it. Go ahead. So four Milky Way, thank you, thank you, and then Snickers, Twix, Kit Kat. It's simple. It's a simple, simple formula. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what's so wrong with what I said? I said the right one. You said the wrong one. No, mine was a hundred percent right, and I guarantee. hundred percent. I guarantee. Kit Kat. If there was Twix. people that are gonna comment, they're gonna agree with my Snickers. rankings versus yours. Not real. I don't even remember what I just said, but all I know is Kit Kat and Twix Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the top three. For sure. Which Kit Kat Twix Snickers? Yes. Mine is Milky Way, Milky Way, Butterfinger, Butterfinger Tootsie Twix, Roll. Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll's last. No, I just said my top three. My top three is a I'm Milky Way, Butterfinger, and Twix. You're so mean, but so that's the consensus <laughs> is that we have that, and those aren't even so, the best ones you can get. Like you have other good, good ones such as Reese's that we just that's don't the have only anymore. Better one that I'm we enjoy- don't have. Pff, no, I'm enjoying. Oh, wait, Payday could be good. Dots. Oh, oh, dots. Oh, if you give me dots, (laughs) I'm throwing them at your house. I'm not going to your house next year. No, I'll just throw them at your house. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So that was fun. We were going to do an actual tier list, but figured this will be way faster. Yeah, and And now you have the consensus on the best Halloween candy. So when you're out there grinding, you're just going to ask. So if you're a little kid watching this and you have the option to choose a candy consensus is go for the milky way yeah or okay. twix or butterfinger do not go for the kit kat yeah so my throat is really dry right now <laughs> i'm like partially dehydrated wait can i have a sip of that yeah i'm getting out of sponsor um oh, stop saying that every I'm gonna time get you get copyrighted <laughs> no, no, I- i'm just using a cup bro i'm just using the cup copyrighted <laughs> Just use that as the thumbnail. A Yeti cup full of Halloween candy. Um, we hope you like that segment. Let's make this. Let's make this short, okay? We just have a couple more things to talk about. We got an amazing another uh, early Halloween present gift, pre- your birthday present, and but really quickly, what I wanted to say was my main star though from UFC 280. We're gonna say Nikita Krylov. I mean, gotta be one of the most exciting light heavyweights we have on the roster also got to line him up with jamal hill that would be a crazy fight jamal hill might put his lights out in the first round if nikita is too crazy like he was against um vulcan ostomir but 
I just love how good Nikita is everywhere. I mean, dude, the dude can take you down, stuff takedowns, and obviously has a really exciting stand-up style where he's not afraid to stand and bang with anybody in the division, and he has a good frame to hang with the best of the best and the bigger guys in that division, obviously. So everybody's big, but some guys have longer arms than others. Some have better reach, and he just has like all the attributes to hang. So I think Nikita Krylov is going to be really good, and it sucks that he he got stuck in that, what was it, armbar triangle against Paul Craig because he would be on, like, on the fast track to a title because it's really hard to beat that dude. And that kind of derailed them. But he just basically got the win back after beating Vulcan, who just beat Paul Craig. But, okay. So we kind of already talked about, like, Volkanovski and all that stuff. So let's get into something. I was thinking about one little fun segment, but I didn't really get into it more. All right? So we'll just, like, like this whole entire... I just feel like UFC is, crazy, is as crazy as it's ever been. And it 100% is, but, like... I was thinking of, because you know how there's a ton of talk in Bantamweight Division, 145 pounds. There's like so much interesting stuff with the title. And so I was thinking like, you know, Henry Cejudo retired. So this is my segment. Like what, like in, what inactive fighters like would be the most excited to come back right now? Like which ones would we need? And obviously the two, one, two ones that come to mind are Henry Cejudo would be hella fun and also since Volk's moving up there's so much going on with the 145 pound division it's like if Zabit wanted to come back bro if Zabit wanted to come back that would be this would be the perfect time and also Conor McGregor's inactive fighter obviously we need him and then I think that John Bones Jones is going to be fighting maybe um on December 10th which is going to be a very exciting day but like I was trying to think of more and there's really not a ton of dudes that are like if you're like retiring, then they're like probably going to go to a different promotion. But like, we really need Henry Cejudo back right now because this dude, I mean, I feel like he'd be such a fun test, like especially at Bantamweight because looking at the whole entire Bantamweight division, dude, okay, I'm not convinced that just the whole Sean O'Malley versus Piotr Jan fight threw me into a loop because I thought I, along with a bunch of my UFC counterparts, thought that Piotr Jan was just going to blow through Sean. And the fact that he did it was... It's a testament to how good Sean is, but also it just a, it shows that anything in that division is possible and that I feel like Aljamain Sterling might kind of be the guy there. It's, he's just going to be like another Kamar Usman. Like, beating him is going to be extremely tough. Like, looking at the top 15, though, dude, um, because... So who do we got? We got Marab in there, who's obviously not going to fight him, which is going to be extremely interesting. TJ Dillashaw couldn't beat him because his shoulder pissed... Like, what the hell, dude? And Marlon Vera... <laughs> I think Marlon Barra, right now, after watching his interview with Ariel Helwani, I, I believe he's obviously number one contender. He's the best, but I don't know if he can stay off his back against Aljamain. That's the one thing that concerns me. I know that Marlon Vera is really like crafty off his back. He can get back up to his feet, but Aljamain certainly seems to be a different beast, bro. He can hold you down, take your back, land ground and pound, and it just he can make it a shitty fight for you. And especially he's not, he's like, he's competent on the feet. Like he'll throw bombs. He'll throw kicks to your body. Like he'll try to shut your liver off. But like he, everything is there to set up his takedowns because that's where he's going to destroy everybody. And when I'm looking at the division though, dude, it's like, who's going to beat him besides some of the guys at the bottom that are going to take a bit of time? Because especially with him, you're going to need a little bit, a little bit of clout to want to fight him because he just seems like the type of guy that's going to want to like, 
He's going to want the biggest money fight. He's not going to listen to anybody that's below him or whatever. But that's what I'm saying. Henry Sudo needs to come back. It would be the perfect matchup because that's wrestling on wrestling. And I think Henry Sudo is probably one of the only guys that can stay off his feet and actually have offensive wrestling potentially against Aljamain. Like obviously as Aljamain, he can get taken down. We've seen that. But I just feel like that would be the best fight. And then also Henry Sudo would be great to see if he could title for 145 pounds because I was thinking since Volkanovski is moving up, bro, interim title, maybe. I don't know what it's gonna ha- what's gonna happen there. Like the 145 pound division out of all of them could honestly be the most messed up right now, just because of how dominant Volkanovski is. Like if Volkanovski moves up, who's to say he doesn't just stay there? Like he's already beat Max Holloway, and we've already seen that Max Holloway is leaps and bounds better from the next fighter, like Yair Rodriguez at number two. He's already separated himself. So it's like, what do we do at that division? We have to shake something up, and so I think that Henry Cejudo maybe trying to get another like i think henry cejudo would probably be the only thing that brings volkanovsky back down right because he's already beat the best one of the best featherweights of all time three times in a row bro in max holloway so and there's nothing else like to be honest like all the other guys like chansung jung giga chikadze um calvin cater those guys aren't gonna be like he's already beat chansung jung but giga chikadze and um Calvin Cater, they're not going to beat Alexander Volkanovsky, and that's an absolute fact. Calvin Cater is good. I'm excited for his upcoming fight. We'll talk about that main event really quick and get predictions, but that's just not going to happen. The only guys that are going to beat Alexander Volkanovsky, by the time they get up to the top, he's not going to really be there anymore. And so the only guy that is interesting that maybe will pique his interest is Arnold Allen, but he has a tough-ass test in front of him in Calvin Cater. So I think that Henry Cejudo could be the only chance of Volkanovsky coming down and... Yeah, that's why I think we need him back. And then obviously Zabit Magomed Sharapov. But speaking of all of this, all right, we had an absolute bombshell drop. All right. So we had Mavsar Vloyev, who I thought was a pretty bad matchup in in terms of um, just like grappling and all around fighting for Bryce Mitchell. But he gets an equally tough opponent in... Bryce Mitchell ranked at number nine. He's going to be fighting Ilya Teporia, who obviously is one of the most exciting fighters, one of my favorite fighters in all of the UFC. And I was just thinking, since UFC is 145-pound division is so wide open, I was thinking, bro, I, I honest to God don't think that it's out of the realm of possibility that these dudes are like within one fight of getting a number one contender fight. And then also maybe even getting an interim title shot depending on how things go with alexander volkanovsky and so i think that that's like super interesting because it's like alexander uh i mean Ilya Teporia and bryce mitchell bryce mitchell is the man like he can grapple with anybody in the division and Ilya Teporia, he's already shown up that he can hang with some tough dudes at lightweight because i think jai herbert striking is some of the best at lightweight but he does get touched a little bit but Ilya Teporia, dude well-rounded he has probably one of the sickest combinations in all of the UFC. His body shot to like overhand right will put anybody's lights out. And you know that he's not scared of anybody. He can get up off his feet after getting taken down. but And he's going to also look for takedowns. And so this fight between him and Bryce Mitchell is going to be insane. But both of these dudes are ready to fight for the top. And especially if Ilya Teporia can get the job done. What would that put him at, at least at number nine taking Bryce Mitchell's spot? And then after that, bro, you could plug and chug him in with anything because... I feel like the UFC might look and see like in terms of making a number one contender fight. I know it's tough on like Brian Ortega and Yair Rodriguez, but that's just how the world works is if we've already seen you freaking lose to the champ and you got some new young blood coming up, then maybe 
you give those guys a chance. Like, mm-hmm. even though it might not technically be fair, it might... I think that it's plausible that Ilya Zaporia and Bryce Mitchell could be fighting for a number one contender fight after... Um, just to, depending on who wins their fight, obviously. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Obviously, Josh Emmett's in there. He could get a title shot. I just... Uh, it's tough, bro, but... It's just such an interesting division considering how high up Max is and Max would piece up anybody in the division. But then when it comes to like stylistic matchups that can beat Alexander Volkanovsky, I feel like the way to do that is you're going to have to close distance and not be scared. And those are those guys are going to be like Ilya Taporia, Mavsar Vloyev, um, and like potentially Bryce Mitchell. I think Bryce Mitchell gets absolutely pieced up. I think the best guys in the division that could beat Alexander Volkanovsky or obviously Ilya and Mavsar just because they're so well-rounded and that's what it takes. I would love to see eventually because like Ilya Taporia versus Max Holloway, dude. I think Ilya Taporia, pound for pound, like it's, if you look across the board at number 14 guys in the world, um, like Tony Ferguson at lightweight, Daniel Rodriguez at um, welterweight, Chris Curtis at middleweight, who do you got? Adrian, Adrian Giannis who's really good at bantamweight. But I think Ilya Taporia it just goes to show how deep 145 pound is because um, Iliad Zaporia could easily beat anybody in the top five right now. And so, and he's ready to go. Like there's no fast tracking anymore, bro. Like these guys, just because they're prospects, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Like these dudes are legit and you can put them basically anywhere in the top five and they'll destroy. So you can't really say that with anybody else at number Mm -hmm. 14 in any other division, dude. But that's like my thoughts. Like this was like a bombshell to me because even though these dudes are lower in the rankings, just because of how dominant Alexander Alexander Volkanovsky has been, all you have to do is get a really convincing finish over somebody and just like collect some star power. And that's going to be the only way besides Henry Cejudo that you could get Alexander Volkanovsky to come back down. Because I honest to God think that he might stay up at lightweight, but depending on how the fight goes with Islam, it might change his mind because <laughs> that could go really bad. That yeah. could go one of two ways. He could either, his frame could pay off and he could be like stocky as hell in there and like be really tough to take down. But there's just nothing stopping Islam from getting you on your back, bro. I don't care who you are. The only way that like a guy that could beat him is if a one, like he would have to move up to 170. That's That's my thoughts, dude. That would be crazy if he actually, like, annihilated, though. Huh? If he, like, just killed it. What if he beat Islam? That like, would be, like, He insane. would be the best fighter of all time. Yeah. Without a doubt. But there, I don't think that's possible. But, like, there's always that what if. Like, we thought that this last weekend's card was going to go completely different than it did. So, it's like, we could be calling it, like, oh, it's so obvious, but it's not. Dude. <laughs> Your whole I life just swear on Jesus, in front of your bro. Eyes. If freaking, Alec, if there's a guy to do it, I wouldn't put it past him. You like think the it would way be that he him? dominated, the way he dominated Max Holloway in their last fight. Oh yeah, he didn't get touched in that fight, yeah. bro. The, his only injury is he broke his hand on Max's head. That was his only thing. So you never know. Yeah, you literally never it's just know. Different. It could bro. be an off day. It could be, but he doesn't have off days really. But. You know, it, you never know. Yeah. I'm just thinking early predictions, though, for yeah, Ilya and Bryce. We got to go Bryce. I mean, I mean, I've got to go Ilya on this one. <laughs> we got to go Bryce. No, yeah, I was blanking for a second. You got to go Ilya Tapori on this for sure, right? Just yeah. because, I don't know, his striking can't hang with Bryce. Bryce does have a little bit of knockout power. He's got great grappling, obviously. Can just throw up submissions at all times, but... Ilya's a different beast, man. 
and he's got yeah. no shortage of confidence and he's proven to ha- he can hang with lightweights i know <laughs> he that he's hang. big he's thick dude so yeah um but i swear if alexander volkanovsky dude if he can if he got the job done that'd be crazy i could never say anything again no you would, I would actually probably have to retire i would have to retire <laughs> the whole reason that no, Islam would lose is you wouldn't me, have to bro. retire because everyone's probably thinking what you're thinking no so people not... think it might be close oh really like the fact that people think it's close is mind-boggling to me yeah huh like i get that alexander trains with tough ass that. guys bro. i thought it was like consensus that it's not a close fight no they want to do it in perth What's and people perth mean in australia oh and they perth. want a freaking they <laughs> think <laughs> that it might be a good fight and i'm just thinking dude it's a mistake it's i swear to god alexander volkanovsky was thinking maybe charles gets the dub and then i'll go in the octagon and score off with charles if he gets the job done i don't think alex wanted to go in the octagon yeah. after islam won yeah and score off with him and shake his hand yeah because i get it alex you're an absolute beast but great i'll give you this greatest 145 pounder of all time and that hurts me to say because I, like <laughs> I love Max Holloway so much. That hurts me to say. Because I love Max. But you beat the shit out of Max last yeah. time. So, yeah. and I'm, you're a cool dude. Like, I would eat dinner with you. Like, I would let you cook me something for sure. Bro. I would eat dinner with you. Like, you are an amazing Put cook. a little shrimp on the barbie. But I just, it's going to be interesting. We'll see. We'll have to see. Yeah. Is there anything else that is even of relative importance in the UFC? Oh, 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 yeah. We have a card coming up this week. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, we went over that. Huh? No, we'll go over the main event. Oh, Just that's the main right. event. That's right. Do we have... Who, are there any uh, sick fights? We'll go... We'll, I'll run through really fast. Okay. Uh, some of the fights. Just, uh, maybe Chase Super will get the dub. Joseph Holmes, maybe. Andre Olowski seems like he's okay. He's pretty good still at his age i don't know how bro roman delidze khalil roundtree versus dustin jacoby holy shit that's a good ass fight oh damn khalil roundtree <laughs> versus justin ja- dustin jacoby bro if if khalil roundtree can get this job done he is the man but i love his name beating justin dustin jacoby justin jacoby why do i keep saying it like that bro if you can beat jacoby Jacoby is one of the best two hundred five pound strikers. Like he'll put your absolute Jacob life. Jacob, why the way the way that he wait, who did he? It was Dao Jung, was it? Yeah, Dao Jung. The way he put his lights out after Dao Jung was kind of getting in his flow state. Then, <laughs> it's like, bro, he's an absolute man. Look at his win streak, dude. He yeah, literally no, he's killing the game. He's ca- absolutely killing. Why it. was it disqualified? Hmm. The go down. Oh, it was a draw, split decision versus Eon Kute Lava. Oh. Just one of those days for him, probably. Treshawn Gore, our boy. Treshawn Gore's fighting for Josh Frem. That's going to be interesting. Not I'm probably going to give Treshawn Gore. Actually, not my boy. Dirty Actually, Bird. was my least favorite. Dirty Bird's fighting, huh? Bouncing back after that. What about, knows. where is my boys? Hmm? Robert? No. The bear. Bear? What? Not Trey Sean, but the other guy that was on Pooh the show. Pooh Bear. Yeah, he had a sick-ass knockout, I'm pretty sure, his and, last time. And... Wait, yeah, he had like one of the craziest knockouts. My dad literally came in the garage after. I was like in there, laying down, 
being exhausted from the freaking rogue bike and then he comes in there <laughs> like, you see that and i was like yeah i saw it it was crazy yeah it was a head kick against takashi ten sato oh my god it's crazy yeah he's looking nice dude he's cut up now because i think he moved to 170 right oh yeah all right I mean, main event i'm going calvin cater on this one i think uh it's tough to get calvin cater out of there dog it's tough to get him out of there and i think a that good one i think Ar- arnold allen might find success early but calvin cater dude he looked good against Josh Emmett, okay? And I thought that maybe he won that fight. Um, it's all coming full circle, bro. The last time we dog sat, that was like when we watched that fight. Oh, really? Yeah. And so like in the next week, he's fighting again. That's a whack. That but is so weird. Calvin Cater, I think, is going to get that job done. His boxing is so much fun. The way he paws out his jab. I love him so much. Body kicks. And then he also isn't afraid to like mix in the uh, wrestling a little bit. So it's going to be a good fight. I think that the only way to beat Arnold Allen is to just mix it up big time like you just can't make him feel comfortable in any aspect because i know alan's gonna mix it up so if you can just match that and you can just like bloodying up that face dude softening him up i think the calvin cater is gonna get the job done rips of the body i think arnold allen he's gonna start fast but he's never fought anybody like calvin cater before and over a five round fight i think it's gonna really wear down on him after like four rounds like absorbing all that damage that cater's gonna throw out because if we know one thing we know cater's gonna throw volume and we know that he's gonna like piece pick at you and eventually when you're in that fifth round it's gonna be tough so that's why i see it playing out calvin cater one tough son of a gun man i think calvin cater he's just fought the best of the best and this is a big step up in competition so yeah that's all i gotta say peace out boys you had our official candy rankings um officer lawyer versus bryce mitchell is gonna be absolutely baller and yeah Calvin i guess i gotta got apologize to all, all the people out there that um look to me for betting you know <laughs> no <laughs> bet based off of your podcast yeah but yeah that was my little rant on uh how the 145 pound Thank division God is you're crazy not into betting like some yeah. guys bet so much money even when we were at dave's hot chicken they were talking about bets i was like god dude like, like there's there so many guys that are so into betting i, don't I didn't it. realize I, I don't have money to bet even when i do have money to bet i'll be like why am i betting be, i would never bet on anything it's, it's until you make a big win then that's you they get you. that's like because that feeling of like oh that's so good you know it's like addicting yeah so maybe they're on my side someone up there's on my side because they know that i should never win anything because then you, you would never be get me literally into- homeless is why i know i'm too smart with money all right love you Say guys that. thank you so um, much um yeah we'll see hit you-, you guys next week yeah Happy Halloween. Safe have a safe Halloween. <laughs> <laughs>